Journeys Group Studio. This is Taking Care of Business. Good day. This is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking Care of Business. Today is Thanksgiving week. Yes, depending which is on. a synonym for gluttony and. Yeah, depending on when you're listening to this, if you're in the Greenville area, it's Thanksgiving Eve, which is very exciting. And if you're in the Raleigh area, you're uncomfortable because you've already got past Thanksgiving. Yeah, and you're probably eating a leftover, a, a leftovers turkey sandwich right now. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that's what I'll be doing on Saturday. Yes, I noticed the mic is greasy where you got your turkey. No, 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 no. The mic can't be greasy. Why is that? Because it's thanks it's Thanksgiving Eve. Well, that's right. Good point. Yeah. Well, you said uh, never mind. You're let's ruining talk, the immersion here. Yeah. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. Let's introduce ourselves, <laughs> yeah. first of all. Yeah. Well, my, we're, we're not going to rant today because we're talking about Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Right. My name is Tommy Pate. I'm a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group. And I'm George Pate. I am also a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group. We are an independent registered investment advisory firm in Aiden, North Carolina. Our phone number is 252-304-1019. 302 304 1019. Our website is www.thejourneysgroup.com. Again, com. Our website has a variety of financial articles that rotate through on it. It has links to YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. Uh, it has our schedule. And also has ways to contact us if you want to make an appointment with us. And last but not least, it have links to the podcast, Taking Care of Business. We're on 19 different podcast channels. And as George likes to say, pick out the one with the prettiest logo, and there we are. If I left anything out. Oh, and the Christmas party, Events, December yes. the 9th, coming up. It's about two weeks. Yep. If I left anything out. Um, Excellent. Do we want to give a building update? Uh, Bill, no. What, what did, what, we'll we'll what, hold up. We'll hold off no, on that. We do that on. Yeah, because okay. who knows? Um, right. That was me dropping my phone. By the way, um, Thanksgiving. When you say Thanksgiving, George, what do you think? Uh, lots of food. If I'm being totally honest. All right. Well, what are they? You know, most people would say turkey, but I don't really like turkey. Uh, ham dressing, uh, sweet potatoes. Uh, pie. So you go straight to the physical aspects of Thanksgiving. I do. That's what I think of, if I'm being totally honest with you. I heard a really good quote the other day, and it said, when you get up in the morning, or when things get difficult during the course of the day, as they they can sometimes, have you thanked the Lord that day for everything good that happened to you the day before? Are you, are we truly thankful? Is our expectation tomorrow or last Thursday? Yeah. Is your expectation that you're going to sit down with your family to a table groaning with food? And then you're going to watch football or whatever it is that you do, but that it's and it this begins the start of the holiday season. Is that your expectation? It's mine. Oh yeah. Now, for a large percentage of the world, that's not their expectation. They don't have a family. Or they don't have the food, or they don't have the ability to watch football, or any of the above. Um, I think we are, are spoiled. Oh, no, I know we are. Yeah. Um, now, if you are insecure financially, and I think that's the majority of the world. That's a lot of people are. Yeah. yeah. 
then you may say to yourself, what's there to be thankful about? I've got to find money to buy Christmas presents. I got to, uh, you know, my property taxes are due. I got to make a house payment. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Well, I want to point some things out to you. Number one, if you're hearing this show, not only do you have incredibly poor taste in entertainment, <laughs> but it means that you have either a car or a radio at home with electricity. It means you're healthy enough to hear. It means that uh, you're in, you live in a country that allows free flowing ideas, or in our case, free free flowing rants. Yeah, because we'd be in a big trouble if it didn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so the, the the fact that you can it means you're alive too. Oh yeah. The fact that you can hear this show means you should be thankful already. Now we also live in a time where it is. No, it's not the right phrase. It's not very easy. It is. Well, it actually is. It's easy to fix your financial predicaments. You look puzzled, Mon Frere. No, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking. Um, it is. Uh, it, the steps to take to start fixing it are are fairly easy they're baby steps yes i can assure you if you're in a financial jam you got into it with a bunch of different steps what i was thinking about was i was thinking about the the whole process of getting yourself out of a financial jam and and a lot of times that's painful but the steps to start fixing it are are well, that that's why i was i was looking at both and sides let's of talk the about this 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 is something to be thankful for now if you're maxed out with credit cards you're not sure where your house payment is going to come from um, your kidneys braces and you can't afford that. I mean, okay, these are these are problems. But if possible, can you look inward and go, but I'm thankful that I have these problems and I'm thankful that I live in a country where I can address these problems and solve them. It was that there's a there's right, a let's oh, talk, sorry, go ahead. Let's let's talk about that. All right. The first thing we see when people come into our offices with the financial statements mm-hmm. budgets primarily is that they're not tithing well they're tithing very little um the best way to show thankfulness to god is to give back and as we've said a thousand times before if you don't go to church give it to a charity uh, there are many things in the bible that i'm puzzled about one of them is not tithing because it clearly says 10 percent belongs to god is that 10 percent gross or net it doesn't matter <laughs> i get frustrated people say, gross or net i go you know what i don't care i don't think there's an angel in heaven with a calculator going wait 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 that was 10 percent net george you, you, you don't think gross. he's got like glasses on his nose like a visor on no. with a, a calculator yeah. no because what is what is that 10 percent back to god says it says three things it says number one that you are thankful and you're willingly giving back to him what's already his. Yeah, you, two, yeah you get the other 90%. I mean, yeah, I, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Number two, that you have enough faith in God that you will give him 10% and trust that he'll take care of you. And number three, it's a commitment. And if you think about it, it's a pretty fair trade off. Let me think. I have eternal life and eternal salvation. He gets 10%. And I get the other 90% of the money right now. Compare the federal government that gets 40% of what you have, and what do they give you back? I can't say what they give me back on the air. (laughs) So the first step is to tithe. And I would encourage you to 10%. Go haul hawk. 
And I think you'll be amazed at how things work out. I think we, like I said, people get hung up on the, how much do they give? And, and you've said this before. I think what matters is the attitude with which you give and where the giving is coming from. You know, if you're giving from your heart and trust in the Lord that he'll take care of it, I, I don't really think that it matters how much you give, you know, but if all you're worried about is the number, I think you, you're, I th- kind you're, of missing you're it, yeah, yeah, you're missing the point. When I was a kid, we, I've talked this before, when I was a kid, we'd leave my grandmama's house. We, we called her Granny. It was my daddy's mama. Granny had a, a big front porch. Uh, by big, I mean it was it was tall. And when we left Granny's house, I would run off the steps and fling myself out into space, and my dad would catch me. Never crossed my mind that he wasn't going to catch me. I mean, I went out. I jumped, eyes closed, screaming. Because I knew he was going to catch me. It never crossed your mind that he would step back or or, Not, or or that he wouldn't be there. It never crossed my mind that I would hit the ground. And I never did. Um, if I have faith in my earthly father to that extent, shouldn't I have faith in my heavenly father? Because he's the one that gave me my earthly father. And tithing is showing that faith. All right. Number two. Most people say, well, you know, I have two problems. I have no savings, and I'm up to my neck in debt. All right, let's be thankful that there's fixes for those, for the savings. Take a percentage of your paycheck, 5%, and start putting it away. And before you say, I can't do that, try it. Take 5%, put it away, and if you have to lock it away or you can't get to it, that's fine. And I'm not being facetious. Some people have no, to do seriously, that. yeah. But take 5% and put it away. And don't count that 5% as, as part of your income that you can use to live off of. I can't afford 5%. Can you afford 2%? Can you afford 1%? Well, 2%, yeah, I can afford that. That's not going to make any difference. If you don't do it, it's not. It's making more of a difference than what you're doing right now. Right. And I think people underestimate that. They think that if I'm not if I'm not taking big steps right off the bat and saving thousands of dollars or like in this scenario, that it doesn't matter. But it you know, I tell people, Okay, can you save a hundred dollars a month? They said, Yeah, I think I can do that. I said, That's twelve hundred dollars at the end of the year. In five years, that's six that's six six thousand dollars that you've saved. If you were going to run a marathon, other than the fact you've lost your mind, if you were going to run a marathon. Something's chasing me for 26 miles. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, do you walk out of your house and you run 26 miles that first day? No. You walk out of your house, some of us would probably just walk a half a mile or so that first day. You've got to build yourself up to it. Savings is the same way. Um, you have to make it so that you're, you're doing it a piece at the time and trusting compound interest. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a savings account, it's your fault. Start, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be thankful that you can fix that. Tommy, George, I have way too much debt. I, I, there's no way I can save money because of the amount of debt that I owe. Sit down tonight and take a piece of paper and write down everything you own. Oh, not oh, own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean everything. The moped, the golf clubs that you financed. The uh, Pirate or Wolfpack Club tickets that you put on your credit card, write everything you owe down. 
column two, write down the interest rates you're being charged for that privilege of owning it. <laughs> privilege of owning it. <laughs> column three, write down the minimum payment you have to make. Now, uh, if you think about, uh, George was kind of laughing, I was tongue-in-cheek about privilege of owner. If you think about it, if you're buying football tickets for East Carolina, Carolina State, what have you, and you have to put them on your credit card. Probably shouldn't have those right now. Well, you definitely shouldn't have them. But you just paid 18% interest to go to a football game. Now, if you have to put things like that on your credit card, then you don't need to have them. But I'm not so dumb as to think you're going to go, okay, I'm not buying pirate tickets anymore. I'm not buying So I'm not going to say that. What I am going to say is that when you do something like that, immediately put a fix in place to get rid of it. If you just put $1,000 on your credit card for whatever, then immediately say, I'm going to pay $250 a month for four months, and it's gone. Now, I'm talking to those people now that everything's maxed out on them. We just said make a make a sheet that's got the what you who you owe what you owe yada 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 and the minimum payment. Add that minimum payment up. Let's say it's and I'm including your mortgage in this too, not not just credit card, but your your car loans, your mortgages, whatever whatever you owe, whatever you're making a payment on medical bills, college loans. Look at your minimum payments. And then ask yourself, can I pay $100 more a month to this total? So if your combined minimum payments are $1,500 a month, can you pay $1,600 a month? Now, if you immediately said no, you're wrong. If you can afford $1,600, you're wrong. You can find another 100 somewhere. You're wrong. You may have to give up cigarettes. You may have to get up beer. You may have to give up something, but you can do it. You- the the biggest thing is it's not that you can it's that you don't want to. It was not important enough to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so go to online and you can go to there's a ton of websites and it's called Debt Snowball, like throw a snowball. Put the information that you've compiled into this, and they will tell you, hey, you'll be out of debt in nine years, six months, whatever it may mm-hmm. be. Let me explain how powerful this is to you. If you're paying $1,500 a month out in debt, for sake of example, that's $2,000 gross because you had to make $2,000 to net $1,500 because of taxes. If you successfully pay that debt off, and again, please don't tell me you can't do it because you can. If you success, It might take 9, 10 years, and that's okay. Sure. If you successfully pay that debt off, you just reduced your income need by $24,000 a year. So think about this. If you're making the same money nine years from now, you didn't get a raise, but you're making the same money in nine years that you're making right now, but the difference is you're out of debt in nine years, you got two grand a month to do something with. And again, don't tell me it can't be done. I know it's not true. Last but not least, we've taken care of tithe. We've taken care of savings. We've taken care of debt. Now let's talk about retirement. Whatever you've got for retirement, start contributing to it. Be it an IRA, be it a 401k, whatever it is, start contributing to it. We had a great show about that last week. We really did. 
And when you get the debt knocked out, then you take that $2,000 a month that you don't have to spend anymore and you dump that into your retirement. Yeah, don't when, when you pay something off and you get out from underneath something like that, don't get used to having that money because you will spend it. And for goodness sake, cut the credit card up when you pay it off. Yes, please get rid of it. Or, or before you before you pay it yeah, off. Uh, you know, but yeah. yeah. But but if you're already used to spending that money, reallocate those funds somewhere else. Put them put them and put them to work for you. You know, instead of paying uh, a credit card company or whatever, put the money in your own pocket for a rainy day, whether it be savings, retirement, whatever. Don't get used to having that money and don't get used to spending it. But you think about this. If you sit down and do this, well, I just said, if you do those four things, profess your faith in God by tithing <laughs> uh, or trust, start adding a little bit to your savings every month, no matter how small it is. Mm-hmm. Attack your debt with a plan, a significant plan that um, that has an end game. And then attack your retirement in 10 years. I've never seen anyone come into our office, no matter how bad their debt was. We did not have them out of debt in seven to eight years. And that includes their mortgage. Includes their house payment. Yeah. yeah. And think how freeing that would be if you didn't owe any money. Now, what does this have to do with Thanksgiving? My point is we should be thankful that we live in a country and we have the ability to do things like this, to take care of your debt, to take care of your savings, to take care of your lack of retirement, you can do it. Now, let's suppose every penny, I don't believe it, but let's suppose every penny you have is spoke for, and none of it's crazy. It's just, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Would it, And I'm not suggesting to do this. I'm asking a question. Would it be worth it for you to get a part-time job somewhere for two or three years, in addition to your full-time job, for two or three years to get you out of debt. We're talking about freedom for the rest of your life. If you got to sacrifice two or three years of working, isn't that worth it? Um, I can tell you from experience, my practice, we started from scratch. So the day we opened the doors, it didn't pay anything. And it took about 15 years of working a lot of hours. All right, now we're blessed because that stuff paid off. If you take the same 15 years, 10 years, five years of gumption and put into it what we talk about, tithing, savings, debt, and retirement, you'll be in fantastic shape. If you don't, there's only one thing that helps you get out of these circumstances, and that's time. And we do have a finite amount of time. So if you ignore this until you're 60 years old, there ain't no fix. Unless you inherit a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fixes are easy. They're, again, we live in a country where there's a, there are so many different ways to to save money, so many different ways to pay off debt. The difficulty comes in getting over yourself to take advantage of those things, to cutting unnecessarily uh, unnecessary things from your budget to um, making those sacrifices again for the short term. We're not saying you're giving up this stuff forever, but what we are saying is give up this stuff for two, three, four or five years, however long 
so that the next 40 years of your life, you're set up, you know? So again, the fixes are easy. Whenever we put together like a debt repayment plan or, or whatever for somebody, I told somebody this the other day, I said, this, this plan works, but it only works if you have the discipline to make it work. I can't make you do it. So this will work if you do it this way and it will sing like a canary, now, but only if you get out of the way. Yeah. And not just saying that, um, you know, you're going to say, well, I can't do that. I don't have any, any extra money. Let's assume that a buddy of yours calls and says, Hey, I got this great deal. We've got a chance to go mule deer hunting or fishing or whatnot. Uh, and it only costs $3,000 and you can pay it over, over 12 months time. Most of you would probably go, I'm on it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty reasonable. So you can spend $250 for something you want to do, but you can't or won't spend $250 on something that you need to do. Uh, and again, I've been in practice a long time, 40 years. I've never seen somebody that utilized these three principles that didn't come out singing. At Georgia, it sings like a canary. So this Thanksgiving, as you gather around the table and you look at your children or grandchildren or nieces or nephews or dogs, cats, sparrows, <laughs> sparrows. Lines, whatever it may be. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring a sparrow this year. Look, look at your face. Yeah, don't bring a sparrow when you're eating turkey. That's a bad thing. Ooh, that's yeah, true, yeah. 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 But, but when you're looking at your family, be thankful. Don't forget that thank God for what he's already given you. And the one thing he has given you that I want you to think about, he has given you the opportunity to fix your finances. Whether or not you take that opportunity is up to you. Yeah, no, and I want to uh, stress this, that it is your responsibility to um, get yourself out from the hole that you dug. It is nobody else's responsibility to take care of your savings, your debt. Yeah, one of my least favorite phrases, it's not fair. It's not fair. Well, I, well, you did it to yourself. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I understand sometimes circumstances happen, uh, but it's nobody's responsibility but your own to get yourself out of, out of, out of debt. To put yourself in a good place with savings, to save for retirement, is nobody. You, we have all the opportunities in the world to make that stuff happen, but it's up to you to take advantage of the opportunities. It is not up to anybody else to do it for you. Again, we're fortunate that we have the opportunities, but you've got to be the one to take the step and to take advantage of those opportunities. Have you ever thought about? Sitting down and going, Lord, thank you that I owed fifteen thousand dollars on my MasterCard. And the answer to that is no. no. Do that. <laughs> How about this? How about Lord, thank you that I have a jet ski. Oh, I paid for that with my MasterCard. I doubt any of you have a credit card bill or a debt that uh, take out college that it wasn't used to buy something that you wanted. Not needed, but wanted. Now, there's some exceptions to that always, obviously. Um, but I bet if you go look at your debt structure, your debt load, or you look at the last 10 times you took money out of your savings account, it was for things that didn't have to be bought or done. It was things. That and now, before you go, look, my, my daughter had to get braces. I had to come up with $1,000. I had to put it on a credit card. I didn't have the money. 
Are you paying country club dues? Are you paying pirate club wolf pack dues? Do you change cars every two years? If you hit my foot again, I'm going to smack you. We'll move it out of the George way. kicked me three times. Um, are you giving money to the church, to the Lord? So be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself and say, okay, I have to put this on a credit card because I choose to spend my money perhaps not intelligently. Because I am I'm spending money on things that I that I don't need and that I shouldn't have. And that's that's what's taking my money. I'm going the instant gratification route. Yep. I, I decided that that thing was more important to me right now than putting that money away. And now I am reaping the I'm reaping what I have sowed by doing that. But again, the beautiful thing is there's an easy fix for that stuff. You may not like the fix. I would say easy. <laughs> okay, there. Okay, there is a fix. You said easy at the beginning of the show. There, it's easy in that it's easy to do, but you've got to find that's, the, that's the inner they, discipline to that, do it. That's what I meant. The, that's why maybe being fat and eating cream cheese all the time. Yeah, on, on paper, the fix is easy. Just cut the country club dues, cut the pirate club or Wolfpack club dues, whatever. But having the discipline to do that is hard. That's that's why I was that's what I was pondering at the beginning yeah. of the show. Yeah. All right, wrapping it up. Thanksgiving. Spend time with your family, your friends. Eat, feast, be thankful. Remember what you've got in your life that you're blessed with and take steps to expand those blessings. Remember, as you expand your blessings, it gives you the opportunity to bless others. And folks, we're on this earth for two things, glorify God and share his blessings. Hear the music in my ears. I got to get out of here. Appreciate y'all letting us spend some time with you today. Hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving weekend and we will visit with you next week. This is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking care of business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and prospectus for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC registered investment advisor.